It's me, Sarah, one of your hosts, and with me, as always, less sing-songy today, <laughs> my friend Susie. I'm so crabby. So crabby. She's wearing a sweatshirt, so we know she's probably suffering from depression. It's not even cold. It's not. But doesn't that feel great? Isn't that the best? Comfy, cozy sweatshirt. Yeah. I love it. It's probably not appropriate for our topic today, though. No, it's it's most appropriate. You why? know why? Because I know those days where I just feel... I call them turn-down days. <laughs> It's a turn yes. down day. Nothing on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good tune. Uh, so that's the day where you just don't want to get out of your pajamas. And maybe you want to do some at-home beauty treatments. I like to do those on my days off. There's always the day where I'm like, not going to change on my sweatshirt. But I'd probably do a facial, a little hair mask, a little mani-pedi, mm-hmm. at-home mani-pedi. You're good at all that, though. Oh, I, well, pr- pretty much because I don't want to. If I, I don't want to spend money on something that I feel like I could do at home myself. Right. Well, maybe Nobody you can, can help people like me. me. Then. Um, well, what are your what are your uh, must do? Like everybody's got a beauty routine. We had a lot of listeners uh, write in and say, you know, what are our beauty routines and what kind of stuff do we do and. You know, everybody's got them. And, you know, my husband's just picking off his toenails and throwing them behind the couch. But <laughs> some of us like, you know, a little more than that. I'll tell you what I've noticed is how more, many more I have now that I'm older. I mean, when I was on my original show, 18, I didn't even wear makeup. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're all peaches and cream and you don't have any. Right. Pe- like, wow. I didn't Ugh. know how lucky I was. Did you have acne when you were younger? Uh, yeah. But Ugh, that means no. No, I had to take Accutane, which oh, is like super, did then. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't care. I was one of these freaks who was like, "Meh, I don't care. I care now." But when I was you a teenager, you tell me you weren't a picker when you were younger. Um, I probably picked, but I certainly didn't care. Wow, and that's my, amazing. My family had to be like, "You need to go to a dermatologist." I'm like, I really don't care. Who is ever like that? I wish I were like that. They made me go, but I, I can even remember times where I got a big zit and what, what like outing it kept me from. Oh, yep. You just felt like they were going to make fun of you. I, well, I used to get the big cystic ones that were like, what does that word mean? Okay. So cystic acne means that it develops in as a cyst underneath your skin. So it's a sebaceous gland underneath your skin that fills with fluid or oil or but it's not something that happens in the dermal layers of your skin, in the upper dermal How layers of your skin. How can you tell the skin. difference? You can definitely feel it. If it feels, they call it, I think it's subcutaneous or something like that. And it's underneath the like third dermal layer in your skin. So one, you know, a regular pimple is an, uh, a pore that gets clogged and then it gets filled with sebaceous fluid that is basically like your body fighting off the bacteria that's in there and that's what a whitehead is and that come, but it's very superficial on the surface. A blackhead is dirt that gets clogged in a pore and then it gets oxidized oxidized by the sun. So just like if you leave, uh, if you cut an apple in half and you leave an apple out and the ap- apple will turn brown, that's exactly what a blackhead is on your skin. It, it's your it's that sub, that sebaceous fluid turning black or brown because of the oxidation from the sun and but that's all on the surface and then the stuff that happens like cystically is more hormonal it's more related to diet and stuff like that but they're deep they're not ones that you're going to fix by popping anything or picking it because they are they're inside 
your skin and filling in like these sacks. And I, in my, at 13, thought it would be a good idea to pick at that stuff and squeeze it. So I would just have these huge, like, wounds on my face. And I remember 4th of July when it was, I was like 14 or 15. I just got my driver's license and I couldn't, I didn't go. I waited till it was dark outside before I went down to the beach because I had this like big, I still have a scar on it on my chin, a big one on my chin. You still have a scar from it? Yeah. I mean, they were huge. They were like the size of a penny. Oh, wow. All like scab on my face. Yeah. I hated it. It was horrible. So I I learned many, many, many a beauty trick to try to fix these. That I st- Do tell. Oh, I still. Well, uh, okay, let's see. Where do we even start? What are some of the good ones that I learned? Yeah, for real. Um, And I mean, like, prevention, too. Yes. And treatment. Well, I think the biggest thing was learning that more, like, less is more. More isn't always better. Yeah. And that, oh, God, I'm going to share with you guys a few of my beauty fails. And they all... <laughs> all involve me like it's i'm one of those people it's like oh if the mask is good for 15 minutes it's probably good for 15 hours it's probably really good if you leave it on for 15 hours don't do that 15 hours so i'll i'll just start with this one story so and a lot of stuff is hair related like i um I was, uh, I had just bleached my hair, just did some lightning color treatment to it and it was breaking. And so somebody suggested I use a protein treatment to build strength in your hair and like put the keratin back in your hair, rebuild the protein in your hair. And it said, you know, put it on your hair, leave on for 15 minutes, then rinse. Well, I was like, I said, okay, well I should probably sleep in this because then it'll be like way better. But protein, if you put it on your hair, it, it acts the same as if you were to just keep painting a wall over and over and over and over and over. If you put like 40 coats of paint on it, eventually it would just start to chip off and break off because you don't have any, like anything creating flexibility. So protein creates like strength and creates like really stiffness and makes your hair really strong. But by making it really strong, it makes it like a twig and you can snap it. So I put so much protein treatment in my hair that when I went to rinse it out, my hair felt like a broom and all the ends snapped off. Like I lost about two or three inches of my hair because it just started breaking from... Did you cry? Oh yeah. I get... It's worse than crying. It's worse... Crying is, would be like a natural cathartic release. It's that feeling of like pressure and tension and anxiety that builds in your chest where you're like, like almost like regret. Yes. That is exactly right. It's the worst feeling on the planet. The worst. The worst. And there's no way that that is the regret and shame are the worst feelings. And they're almost impossible to like, without like, like you want to go back in time. Yes. 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 Oh, I'm getting those feelings. It's awful right now. So I've definitely had those and learned about the balance between like moisture and protein and how you kind of need and whatever the instructions say like teeth whiteners don't leave them on for too long hair masks don't leave them on for too long oh my god i'm fucking idiot with that shit you do a lot of at-home stuff because i'm cheap yeah i even wax myself worth wow my armpits even oh my gosh is that horrible that's not worth it <laughs> it's not worth it's it. It's worth it to pay somebody the fifteen dollars that it costs to have them do it. Yeah. 
There's like a lot of pulling. I usually have to use like the corner of a wall, like to help, like break. Like I'm not even kidding. It's I've only done it like two or three times. But after the third, I was like, I should probably just pay somebody to do this. Um, What would you say is the thing you care most about your hair? Oh, good question. Uh, Oh, no. You know what? I bet it is is my nails. Hmm. I'm a big time nail painter because I'll just bite them off. And I think somebody told me once you can tell a lot about a person by their nails. And huh. it's what totally can you true. tell? Uh, you can tell. Well, first of all, you could tell a ton about a person's health by their nails. Yeah. Huge. Thin, peeling nails usually means you're not getting enough protein. Um, any like different changes in shape of your nails, like widening of them, can usually mean that there are some kidney problems. Like if you have. Sp- nails that tend to spoon out, then maybe you should cut back on the alcohol because you might be developing, like, you can tell people who are alcoholics by, I can tell an alcoholic in like like? a 15 second scan of their body. Yeah. Nose, ears, capillaries, fingernails. That's all I need to see. What's the fingernails look like? Uh, it's like, it's called like a spoon nail. So it, it tends, it gets, it's almost like the nails Lift up at the end. Lift up, but they get they get rounder. They hmm. look like a weird. They're like a change, and they look whiter. Hmm. And and that is, uh, and also hydration. If you press on your nail and it turns from white to pink, pretty easily. Like you press and then and hold it down for a little while and then let go, and it should take a. It should be pink and then take a little while to turn back white. If that process is, uh too slow then you, i think it's too slow then you are dehydrated, so or, dehydrated. or too fast we or don't too know. Fa- i can't remember which one it is. one of the two it's just not <laughs> thanks good. for listening to the break it's like a you know <laughs> thanks for listening to the break Andy. <laughs> take this information you live your own life <laughs> but i mean just pay attention to your nails this you know? is like that guy on twitter that said like great podcast you guys sit around and google stuff did you see that <laughs> no great <laughs> and i was like <laughs> Thanks for listening! Exclamation point. And he goes, "Did you Google that sarcastic response too?" And I said, "No, I got it complimentary with my doctorate." And then I said, "But seriously, we like to talk about a lot of different topics, some of which we know a lot about, and some we don't know much about." Well, we think isn't it's that fun. great to admit that you don't know the answer? And he blocked me. He blocked I, you. Yeah, even after I said some things we know a lot about, some things we don't. We think it's fun. Blocked. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. get back to more beauty so what are your like what's your daily beauty routine i mean i wouldn't call it a beauty routine i'm just a bad since i had my son i've had acne it's a hormonal obviously and so that's on my mind all the time so there's oh. always like a different thing i'm trying to deal right. with that so i broke down and got that proactive hey how's it working well i don't know yet i just started it like a week ago and we'll see. But I mean, what? At first, I for years I was like, who would ever buy that as an infomercial? I brought, I bought it too once. Oh, did it work for you? 
No. I don't think I fall. I didn't really do it. I didn't like okay. wash my eyes. Because like, I've been oh, doing it twice a day. I don't know. I just feel like, how has it been around this long if it's not... Right. It's to the test of time. It's got to yeah. be doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's I not don't know. We'll see. But that's a, always a big part Did you get any good bonus gift? I got like a mask and like a spa treatment and a blackhead diffuser or something Oh, like that, that sounds like fun. You can have that. Um, cause I don't have blackheads. Oh my God. Yeah. Give me whatever you got. But, but I, like we've already talked about it. I'm a picker. So then I get scars for ages. You know, I have scars all over my face from years of like mm. compulsive pick. I really do want to go to a, um, hypnotherapist. Yes, you should for that. Absolutely. You should. What do you think they would do in there? Uh, they would retrain your brain to break that as being your coping strategy like that being an option like right now when you are feeling you know anxious or whatever feeling you have your brain provides picking as a logical and tried and true method of release Mm -hmm. so your brain goes yep that's worked let's do that so instead hypnotherapy is going to tell your brain that that is no longer an option for you whenever you're getting hypnosis Mm -hmm. what like you're aware. Yes. Tell me what it's like. Uh, it's I kind of it's like being in that state between asleep and awake. Mm-hmm. You're very susceptible to influence suggestion. and suggestion. And what you're really doing, it's the same thing that I think, uh, I, I would say that there's a, another therapeutic technique called EMDR that works in sort of the same fashion, but that, that one's a little more scientifically sound. What you're trying to do is you're trying to shut off your logical thinking. You're trying to get into a very responsive way of being like you're shutting down. You're really, you're like uh, higher functioning in your brain Mm. and you're open to those suggestions and you're open to, you know, whatever people are saying and uh, you don't have all like the defenses up of like, that's not going to work. We can't do that. Da, 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 da. That hasn't worked before. So you're more open, open. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to that sometime. That'd be fun to like, do they let you like film it? So yeah, they would. A good therapist will let you, yeah. let you do any right. record or film or, um, okay. Then uh, what else do we do? Like, are you a moisturizer? Yeah, oh, I do, do the full thing. I do a full thing. I go. Well, this is also what I've learned, and you know, I've I've had skin issues from you know hyperpigmentation and and skin discoloration because I am. But I your skin, skin looks perfect. Oh, you're so sweet. But like, how does that happen if you've ever had problems? How did it go away? I I have a lot of discoloration, like from the sun and from sun damage and melasma, where you get like a little bit darker, like right above the lip area. Like if I take birth control, a hmm. lot of women get this. It's called melasma and it, it's darkening uh, right above the lip and sometimes right under the eyes. Hmm. And it almost looks like a mask and they call it a pregnancy mask. Women who get pregnant get this as well. And I'm sure I will get it. Um, and it's really hormonal. And if you're on birth control, you could get it. If you're stressed, you get it. I tend to get darker spots on my face when I'm on challenges because I'll be more stressed out and I can't control what I'm eating as much and that'll affect it. Um, so for a long time I used very expensive skincare and I was all about like, you know, I worked for, um, 
a skincare company and I thought that was like the answer is how much money I've spent. And really what I'm learning is like less really is more and the more, uh, you know, now I really care about the ingredients that I use because I don't, I don't want to put anything that has, um, like parabens or any fillers or any mineral oil on my face. So I really look to make sure that things are, are, uh, not just legal for skin to put on skin in the United States. I look if they're legal through the European union, that's far more strict about what they allow in skincare products and so much stuff that they don't allow in Europe is allowed in the United States. And I don't like that. So I've been happiest, believe it or not, with the Trader Joe's moisturizer and Trader Joe's face wash. Mm. I have tried, I've probably spent easily, easily over $10,000 on skincare stuff in my lifetime. Easily. And this stuff, I mean, I was spending like $99 a bottle on moisturizer or whatever when I worked for the skincare company because they were telling me that's what I needed. Now, I think my, it's like $12 and it's lasted me like five months. It's great. Huh. Simple, organic ingredients, just stuff from the earth. Slap it on. Okay. There you go. I use Latisse. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do you like it? I love it. It I works. Mean, oh, yeah. It works. Uh, it's an eyelash yeah. uh, growth. Uh, that's stuff. really interesting. So have you heard about the stories of, of Latisse and how all that stuff started? No. So the woman who, uh, the, the, it was created by, developed by a a man whose wife had breast cancer and he worked in, uh, something in optometry and they realized that lash growth was, eyelash growth was was a side effect effect. of something else. Yes. Treatment for something else. So he, he, um, narrowed down the the ingredients that were causing that. And he, he, his wife who was suffering from breast cancer was losing her hair, losing her lashes and eyebrow, I mean everything. And so he developed this and gave it to her to use. And sure enough, it grew her lashes back. They also developed a brow treatment. So she grew her eyebrows back and they even have a hair one now and all of it works. Yeah. But the only thing with those is that you have to always use them. That is the problem. So I have to put it on every night and basically as soon as you stop using it, then the new ones that come in will be whatever length they were normally. Yeah. So, yeah. And what it's doing is like your hair and every hair on your body has a lifespan. Yeah. And everybody's is different. So sometimes, um, some people can't grow their hair long. Like it just stops. It has a limit. It has, it's not that people go, Oh, my hair grows. People always say, Oh, my hair grows to this length. And then it just breaks off. Oh, it doesn't grow past here. No, it really is. Your hair follicle has a lifespan of maybe six years Mm -hmm. and then it lets go of the hair. Some people have a lifespan of 24 years. I mean, if their hair is down to their butt, that hair that is on the end there has been there for 20 years, you know? So if, if, if your hair lifespan is shorter, then your hair is going to be shorter. Yeah, you never grow very long. So all that's doing is extending the length of of the lifespan of that um, that hair follicle. But growing hair has never been my problem. Really, getting rid of it. <laughs> Have you ever used um, eyelash extensions? Yes. Oh, I had a nightmare story for my eyelash extensions. I did them for my wedding. I want to do them 
now and go to like a place that does them right because I, God, I grew up on it. Okay. Mistake. Why? What happened? Because I just didn't look in. It, it was like a girl, uh, just this woman who was just doing it for out of like her own private studio, and it wasn't like a. I should have known better. Like, ugh. You didn't Yelp at first. Yeah, she didn't have enough reviews on Yelp or whatever, and she just cheaped out. And like the good ones will will glue a lash to every individual lash, and you can like brush through them, and it feels like smooth and and like normal lashes. This one, she glued like a clump of three. They were like big clumps of lashes, not individual ones. And when my, I ended up losing a whole bunch of eyelashes on my honeymoon. I had like some here, some there. I ended up just taking scissors to them and cutting them to match the length of my regular lashes to just put mascara on and go. Because wow. it, it looked so bad after two weeks. Have you ever heard of something called, I don't think I'm pronouncing it right, but Micheller water? M-I-C-E-L-L-A-R. No. It's like, it says... What is that? It's something that you can use as a cleanser. And like, it says that this person used it after they had already washed and this much, this picture shows oh, how much came off. Oh, gross. But it looks like satisfying. You oh, know, if you, that looks awesome and satisfying. But I don't know what it is. Is it, there's this, I, I've heard that you can make, you put like a silver stick in water and it does something like d it gets rid of the bacteria or something have you heard about this no okay so silver soap this is this is a great beauty trick okay i've got a few so if you have any kind of skin condition any acne any um those little bumps that you get on your butt or the like on the back of your arms or anything like that i can't remember the name of them but silver colloidal silver soap cures any skin ailment. I mean, any. It there's something about this this sil. It's like it, that's what's called colloidal silver. And check out. We have a great new Amazon link, right? Yeah. Say so. It's I, on our website. It's on our website. Follow this Amazon link. I ordered all this stuff on Amazon.com. Colloidal silver soap is the shit. You wash your face with that acne gone. W- wash your butt like butt with it. Those little bumps gone. But what is but, it? It's it's uh it's the same stuff that they give to burn victims to it's basically like super antibacterial antimicrobial but it fights off any kind of bacteria that gets in there which is like the root of a lot of our skin problems uh, psoriasis it helps it helps so it also for pets it works really great if you have a pet who's experiencing any kind of like rash or um, skin ailment this soap. Oh my God, you'll be so happy when you get it. I love that. And I also love activated charcoal soap. I've heard good things about Those are my cures. Tea tree, activated charcoal, and colloidal silver. I got away from all... And all of these bars of soap are like under $8. Like you do not need to be spending $30 on some fancy charcoal face wash. The bar, black bar of soap that you can get online is so awesome and i highly highly recommend it and i know what i want you to talk about what your eyebrows oh <gasps> yes oh, okay i have to give a shout out to my girl uh brows by tina i think that's her name tina i have to look up her name um so i have very 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 little eyebrows like no hair grows at all and the hair that does grow is blonde and it all and it just like stops growing half of them i never plucked them that's just how they are 
So I looked into getting my eyebrows tattooed, but I didn't want it to look super tattooed. So there's this new technique that uh, is called... Oh, God. Is it scraping? Scalping? No, it's some sort of weird... Let me look it up. <laughs> this guy. Now every time yeah, I Google, I, know, I like, gonna think feel of bad. that guy. Okay, so what they do is they take a, a tool that looks almost like an X-Acto knife, and they make little marks that look like hair into your skin and then they fill those in with ink just like you would a tattoo and sues yes they look pretty good don't they amazing they're the best uh this is the but they don't last forever they last for three to yeah. five years yeah, yeah yeah but it's worth every penny like a couple hundred bucks for three to five years of me never having to pencil in my eyebrows. Nev- it says micropigmentation. Micropigmentation. Okay. Thank you. Microblading. That's what it's called. Microblading. Oh why, my God. Why can't they make it so it's permanent? Because your skin, it, it doesn't go that deep into the skin. So your skin has a natural um, like shedding that it does and it just gets lighter and lighter and eventually um, just lightens. So you just need to do it. Like, just like it a fades. tattoo would. A, a tattoo, if I had it for 15 years, is not going to look as bright as it did when I just got it. So I did this. I'll put up the link. I'll post the link to the woman who did mine. She works out of Vegas. Oh, my God. If there were ever a beauty treatment that I've that I would be willing to spend money on over and over and over, this is it. I mean, I'll be doing this. Every four to five years for the rest of my life. What's, did you say how much it was roughly? It was about $300. Okay. Yeah. It's like 300 to 400, depending on where you go. It's two sessions. They do like a one did initial session. Did you find it painful? What? Did you think it was painful? No, not at all. They numb everything. You don't feel a thing. Oh, okay. Cause some article I read, she was like, nah, I didn't love it cause it hurt a little bit. Well, if they hurt, they just didn't leave the numbing stuff on long enough. Okay. But I mean, this woman I went to is like the best. She, and oddly enough, she's friends with TJ Lavin's wife. (laughs) That is odd. I was like, this is a small world. (laughs) Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Back to the show! By the way, while we were sitting here, we got a $100 donation (gasps) from... Judd from Real World San Francisco. No, we didn't. Yeah. Judd from Real start. World San Francisco. Like new Sarah, Real World or like back in the day, like a ridge. 1992. Oh. <laughs> Whatever oh my it was. God. My heart is, I. this is touching. <laughs> That's awesome, Suze. I know. He must have saw you on, um, what do we do? Snapchat just now. Probably. Yeah. Well, he gets some custom art then, doesn't Isn't he? Not- <laughs> he probably just wanted to Skype with us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but sorry, go ahead. As well, you were. What was that? Oh, oh, microblading eyebrows. Yeah. So what do you think is the most, uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done in the name of beauty? Oh, this is a good question. That is a good question. Cause we've oh, done. Oh, I get a boob job. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Botox, fillers. What have you done? What, what do you, come on. <laughs> I should look a lot better. No. Like I'm naming all this great. stuff and I'm like, wait, I should actually. You don't have any wrinkles on your forehead. 
I do. I need to go back. But that's the thing with Botox is it goes away too. So then it fades in the same way that the tattoo thing does. So, but it only lasts like three months. I know. We should do like a Botox party. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have a great place I go to in Palos Verdes. Uh, it's called Medelity if you're in the, uh, SoCal area Mm. and it's awesome. Uh, but okay. So I get, I try, if I can afford it, I'll get it all over my forehead and in between my frown lines, like where your eyebrows mm-hmm. The 11s, furrow. they call those. Yeah, the 11s. And I would love, like, filler around the mouth, the laugh lines. That's helpful. A marionette lines, they call those. Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> I used to work for a skincare company. Oh. I know these. Why don't they just call them laugh lines? I used lines? to tell people how they should feel insecure about these things. Yeah. Although <laughs> I was with Kara, my friend from Rowan Rolls the other day, and she's, she's very like beauty conscious. She's very stylish. And we were taking a selfie and she goes, <laughs> wow, you take selfies without your sunglasses on. You're so brave. And I was like, <laughs> I want to, is that what makes you brave these days? Yeah. Meanwhile, Charlize so like Theron, when she was in like monster and made herself <laughs> ugly to look, yeah, you're so brave, but cause I don't, I'm not a person that cares about the ones around my crow's feet, but some people like certain, certain things bother different people. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. you would think they would, it would all be the same, but she must be a thing, have a thing about the eyes. And do you think you're ever going to do any other kind of like plastic surgery on your face? Like, yeah, I want to get, um, the- <laughs> well, you just, so you just lit, lit up, up like a fucking Christmas tree. Well, when- <laughs> When I'm older, I'll definitely do like the... Oh, the neck thing. The gobble, gobble lift. Oh, my mother-in-law's mother, my grandmother-in-law, I guess, but it's like my stepmother-in-law's mother, whatever. This woman I'm sort of somewhat related to. in law She's 80-something. Oh, my God. She's a knockout. She looks so good. What'd she have done? I said, please tell me everything that yeah, you did. yeah. And she said she got her, she had her neck, she just did the neck tightening when she was like 70 something, but she did like the thermo, like the, the one that's not the invasive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she said she just did her eyelids, yes. which I'll definitely be doing. Yeah. Me too. Cause other my mom did it and she got her insurance to cover it because it, she said it impacted her vision. You're kidding me. So my mom got her eyelid surgery done. Sorry, mom calling you out, uh, huh. covered by Motion picture health insurance. Motion picture health insurance. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I'll be doing the same thing. Some people think, you know, the people are very judgy about like all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. plastic surgery, fillers, Botox, and that's fine. Like to each her mm-hmm. own. Yeah. My feeling for myself is just, I really do believe in like putting things back where they belong because <laughs> When you're young, everything sits where it's supposed to. And then as you age, things fall. And if you have a baby, your boobs get effed up or maybe even other parts of your body, your stomach, your badge. Yeah. I don't know. Your stomach looks so good, Susie. Oh, that's nice. It looks amazing. It, well, that's not true, but thank it is you. True. It, it could be so worse. Good. It could be way that's worse. That's my new life motto. Whenever I'm like really pissed about that's something, a good I'm like, life motto. it could be worse. Yeah. It and always could be worse. It really is like about gratitude. Yes. But I don't like my C-section scar, but it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it like kind of next to where you have that tattoo and kind of like 
Yeah. Covers it. It would, you know what I would hate more than C-section scar? Having to push a nine pound, two ounce baby out of my (laughs) vagina. (laughs) I would hate that for Yeah, that one would be worse. So thank you, modern medicine in that case. His head was freakish. It was off the charts big. Your child does have a huge head. Yeah. And people tell me that like you and Kenny always tease him about that, but not to his face, but (laughs) not to his giant head. Yeah. I don't, I don't say it to his. <laughs> but it is so much better now than when he was a baby. He looked like he was here from E.T.'s hey home. Yeah. Hey Arnold. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it is now at least like, okay, lots of little kids have big heads. Yes, they do. Do you think, it, like, when you look at him now, is it like, whoa? No. You can tell me. I don't care. No. I just want to know because parents can't tell. They no. think their kid's like normal. And it's like. My, the have, only woe I have is I, I always have this woe with people when I see kids who have straight hair. That sounds so weird because I don't have any knowledge of what straight hair is like. And and my husband has curly hair and all my brother that has curly hair. So when I see somebody with straight like especially a kid, I don't know for some Are reason. Are you serious? Yeah, like straight hair. I want to like touch it the same way somebody who. Because I'm like, I wonder what that feels like. It's like the same way like annoying white people want to touch black people's hair, and they're always like, "Get off! I don't touch my head." Racist white people, but oh, super racist white people. <laughs> annoying racist white people want to do that, and uh, you know, I got really curly afro-y. You know, n- not like that, but you know, I've got. It's a gonna lot be of- so annoying when you have a kid because it's gonna have that gorgeous like. Blonde, but yeah. like ethnic hair. Yeah, I swear. I'm somewhere down so the line, somebody uh, towards you. Yeah, and you're beautiful. Fucking. They kid. will have good. My kid is gonna have awesome hair. That's for sure. Yeah, and like we'll know how to deal with it because my mom. I had crazy curly hair. My mom was like, "Oh, the solution is to brush this." That was. <laughs> never the trick and i just you know anybody out there with curls right now is laughing along and is because they know if you take a brush to curly hair you just create an afro it just separates all of the curl pattern just makes it fuzzy and my mom did not have the hair like me and so she there was a girl on my original road rolls named piggy who was um, yes half black half white and she she looked like uh yeah scary spice hair and so one day I'm like, will you let me brush it out? Like just for laughs, yeah. not because I oh, thought it would look good. I've never seen anything, anything. like it's it. It's insane. It was like 360 yes. degrees yes. of brown frizz. Yes. And I was like, you have to share this with the world. We have to go out like this. So she did. If you were to br- take a brush to my hair right now, it would grow. Do you think black. we should for Snapchat? Probably. I mean, it'll just get... It'll get hu- it'll get huge. By the way, if you're not following me on Snapchat, Susie Meister. That's yeah. S U S I E M E I S T E R. By the way, yeah. Holy shit, you people like to play words with friends. Oh, I hear. Su- this is the real funny thing: is that Susie somehow through that episode, I did not give out my name, and Susie did. Oh my god, she's getting. It's not. Up. I told Sarah it's not good because it's affecting my game. I cannot focus. There's too many games. I have. Dozens of games. You kicked going my on. ass in that last one we play. Well, those that was are annoying. I don't even remember that. You did, and you used like a lot of very intelligent words that I was very angry at. Well, those days are over because I don't have time for that now. I have games. Listen, have games people, you to need play. to stop requesting Susie because I can't take these pity wit or these these these. Gimmies. I'm not taking any new games, you guys. Sorry, you shouldn't. I just don't have time. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. 
taking it all seriously. Okay. Anyway, what is the most extreme thing you have done? Oof. You know, besides the ones we've already named that you may or may not have participated in. Ah, uh, gosh. I've done Botox like two or three times. On your 11s? On, yeah, on the right Let between. Me see and it's usually like after I... Oh my God, you should save your money. I got. I just did it recently. You don't. Oh, okay. You that's why say. I did it probably like two months ago. So okay. that's why it's still residual effects. But it was when I I made the frowny face and then I let go and they were still there. That's when you. But I was like, fix that because that makes me look way older. My mom was like, if you stop looking at people like they're morons all the time, then maybe those lines will go away. Yeah. Because those are like my judgy lines. Which Whenever, maybe God is giving me is like, well, maybe if you were stopped, stopped being so fucking judgy, then you wouldn't have those lines. Yeah, maybe. But like I saw on um, some show, Camilla Parker Bowles, you know, the uh, Prince Charles new wife. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She, you know, is famously not beautiful, at, like especially in comparison to Diana. Mm-hmm. And so people are always like, why did he always love her? Like, what is the big deal? And she is unapologetic about her looks and her aging and all of that. And she's like, every wrinkle I have is something I earned. Yeah. I really admire that. I'm not that brave as Kara would say. Mm-hmm. I, I want, I don't want to look like shit, but <laughs> Camilla's fine. With I mean, they're like, it's weird. Cause they're like the certain things I'm okay with. Like I'm totally, I could, I, I don't give a fuck about cellulite. I've just think. Do I, you have to, cellulite? Yes. Okay. And I think I've just, I've had it my whole life. I really don't remember a time where I didn't have, I can, I've seen pictures of me in a bathing suit when I was 13 with cellulite. It's just, a lot of it's just genetic and that's just how it is. And I, I, I have found there's been one thing that's been helpful that I don't, I just don't do regularly enough. Like I'm very bad at being in a, a routine that I do ever. Cause to me, it's like, if I did all those beauty things that people talk about, like I can't, I can barely find time to do my mascara at a red light at a freaking you know, stop sign when I'm driving, which is where most of my makeup gets done. <laughs> but people who are like, they do the full face and then they do the shower and then they do like, uh, they, they like do their treatment in the shower and then, and then afterwards they put all the lotion on and then they, I'm like, I, that seems like so, that's like two hours of work yeah. if I go through the whole thing. So I'm not good at routine, but the one thing that I did find really, really, really helpful for cellulite was coffee grounds mixed with olive oil. It's one of my, it's my, it's one of my favorite beauty secrets. I use it as a scrub in the shower. So you put, you take coffee ground, like just coffee grounds. There's the caffeine. I like how you call them grounds. (laughs) Grinds? What are they? I don't know. Ground coffee. I call them grinds, but maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Coffee grounds. grounds is it we grounds? have to look this up you're i'm saying grounds? you're probably right but it just struck me funny well okay so coffee oh it is grounds grounds i think you were right about the um tampon thing the other day you should tell them about that oh that falls in the category of beauty things okay well let me finish my coffee thing i'm sorry so t- t- caffeine stimulates blood flow and circulation so if you take 
coffee grounds from leftover, like you've already made your coffee and this is leftover. You take that, you mix it with some olive oil, and then before you get out of the shower or even before you shave your legs, scrub your butt in a circular motion with the coffee grinds and even uh, your arms and everywhere. It's an amazing exfoliant, and it also stimulates blood flow and circulation, so it'll help break up the cellulite. And if you do that on a daily basis, you will absolutely notice a difference. And um, you always want to go in a towards your heart, like an upward motion, because that helps um, uh, with fluid and it helps with um, to stimulate like uh, glands like like um, that produce different hormones, like which is interesting. But how you how you massage really helps with that. You're reminding me that you, if you think I have a nice stomach after my son, you are responsible because you sent me that cream. Oh, I did the Mustela cream. It's amazing. That stuff is fantastic. I put that on every day when I was pregnant. It's, it's amazing said, stuff. Yeah. We'll Mustela. put a link to everything that we're talking about on Amazon. So that stuff is Mustela, M-U-S-T-E-L-A. It's a French line. Um, it's the greatest stuff for, it also works if you are a bodybuilder who gets stretch marks. If you're somebody who works out a lot and your muscle, you know, guys who get stretched out muscles or, or, or girls as well, and you get any kind of stretch marks from bodybuilding or what have you, uh, Mustela works great for that. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So what are your makeup secrets what were we just talking about oh, before coffee grounds. We were, before the coffee grinds oh you were going to tell them about tampons oh the yeah. tampon i have to tell this story because yeah. it's so good okay so uh, my thinks undies were in the dirty clothes unfortunately so i was forced to use a tampon and i disposed of it as you're supposed to and wait which means which for me and everybody who has half a fucking brain in their head, Susie's rolling her eyes. I mean, that is so mean. It's not mean! It is when you know that I wasn't doing that, <laughs> dumbass. You're so rude. <laughs> Come on. I know the whole story here. Uh, that's going out to like a 13-year-old, not you. I apologize. <laughs> that was harsh. Uh... No, because I'm sure if me and your friend at your party didn't know, lots of people uh, okay. don't. Okay, so so maybe don't insult. I, our... I know, I know, that's horrible. You you have more than half. No, a brain but the worst. Thank you. The okay. worst though is that everyone's gonna be like, Sarah. I know. I can't believe everyone will come. I know. Your I'm sorry. Do, hey, uh, you're not the only ones. Okay, so here's how it went. My dog ate a tampon the other day. I don't even know how to start this story, but he did. <laughs> He ate one out of the trash can, and then I was telling the story about, thank God he threw it up three days later, and it's finally out. That's a whole other story. But I was sharing this story with some friends of mine at a dinner party we had the other night, and they go, why was it in the trash can? 
don't you just throw that in the toilet? And I was like, no, that's the worst place to dispose of a tampon. There, Then you flush down the toilet and then it clogs your toilet. I have had so many house parties where I've had to claw the plumber the next day and they're like, oh, well, somebody thought it was a good idea to throw a tampon down the toilet. <laughs> so then I'm sharing it with sharing this with this one friend and she's like telling me I'm crazy for throwing it in the trash can. And so I want to call over Susie to like defend me and be like, of course you throw in the trash can. Sure enough, Susie takes the other side and she's like, yeah, of course you flush them down the toilet. Now I'm angry because I've been fed this information by plumbers for years that we should, and my mother and everybody that you should never do that. And then I'm thinking like, am I wrong? So of course we, we have to look it up. Yeah. And what does it say, Sus? Sarah was right. Yeah, that's right. Do not... Do not. Well, and this is the funny part that both of you, both of you said that you've been to restaurants and places where it says do not dispose of. And you both said that you thought they were talking about the plastic applicator. Yeah. Or yeah. Or no, sometimes I, I'd realized that they meant tampons, but I just thought they were being overly cautious <laughs> because here's why, you know how like people often base their conclusions right. on personal experience I have done that my whole life and never had a problem. So yeah, why so would weird. I? I'm not. You're the one having plumbers come over. Like, it was never I mine too. We would we would throw. My brother used to throw crazy house parties. Yeah, well, and every maybe time that's he had a house problem. party, there they the plumber would come and be like some tampon. 15 year old thought was too embarrassed that they had their period and put it down the toilet. And give okay. And my other logic was this. I don't know about you, but my BMs are bigger than a tampon. Yeah, but they dis- they dissolve. But even if... As somebody who watched their dog throw up a tampon, they do not dissolve. Even <laughs> if my tampon were com- were to be completely um, Saturated, full, yeah, yes. It would still not equal the size of any poop that goes through a pipe. I know, but the poop... Oh, this it is doesn't so gross. dissolve before it yes, goes it through d- the pipe. Yes, it does. Mine does. As soon... <laughs> That flushing motion starts and it sucks it down. That stuff gets broken up. Put poo in a blender. What happens? Put tampon in a blender. What happens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, but I can imagine it probably would be worse. You're ridiculous. Oh, somebody definitely turned the podcast off after all this poo and tampon. Done. Well, the thing that's bothering me is I actually am still not accepting it. Uh, you know what's funny is it happens to be that time of the month right now, and I questioned where I was going to dispose of it. You should flush it. I didn't. I said, fucker. I'm throwing Fuck. it in the trash can. Oh, my. You could. No, you... I can't. Because uh, then I'll I'll feel like it's my fault if deal we have to that. clog the... If, we have to, if I clog That would the, be so funny. I'm the just going to save them all and flush them down your toilet. As soon as he said... Um, okay, so there's some beauty products that I'm going to recommend. First of all, Ooh. I love um, Jergens Tanning Lotion. Oh, yeah. That stuff is great, and it smells nice, and it's very subtle. And um, so I recommend that. I'm sure most people are using that anyway, but 
Um, uh, San Tropez self tanner also. I like that. Huge. Uh, San Tropez self tanners. That's more dramatic. Yeah, way more dramatic. And but if you like the little uh, in between, also without any of the mess, tan towels. Oh yeah, those are my favorites. Are those subtle or? Yeah, those are more subtle. They're really good for the legs. Um, okay. Those you you know do them like once a week, and it'll maintain the tan. Have you heard of Dr. Brandt's Pores No More? I think I have. This is getting rave reviews, and I'm in one of those closed beauty groups on Facebook. Oh, cool. And it's great for tips. I haven't Do you have any picture of it? Do you have a picture of it? Well, this is the 3D filler mask, but... Oh, I recognize the, I recognize the label. There's, um, Oh, primer. yes, I know their stuff. They're, that... Oh, they have great stuff in that line. Dr. Brandt. Yes. Yeah. Really, really I'll good. I'll put the links on our website. Yeah, that was one of the lines I used to sell. That's on fantastic. Our, um, photo shoot, um, Mariana, who is on Instagram as Pretty Perfect Beauty, she used on me a foundation concealer because I have scarring and stuff. It's Milani, which you can get at like Walgreens. Yes. Wasn't that stuff good that she used? I loved it. She and used on me too. They recommend it. Amazing. They say that it's a dupe for. Um, uh, Stila Stay All Day Foundation. Mm-hmm. You know how like you can get cheaper versions. Yeah. Anyway, Milani is at the um like pharmacies. And yeah, drugstores. Yeah. And, yeah, not expensive. There's some really great. What stuff do you like? There. Um, do you like the Paracone? Yes. Line. Yes, I especially love uh, Dr. Paracone's vitamins. Okay. I think the vitamins are great for skin. Uh, I think that his um. Oh gosh, I'm gonna. Of course, the way to say it is so hard. He, oligopeptide. He has like this oligopeptide tr- extreme treatment that's re- really strong, and that is the best thing I've ever seen work on deep wrinkles. Hmm. But it's expensive. Yeah, right. Doctor Paracone, you're 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 gonna get a, amazing results, but it comes with a high price tag. Recently, I started using um, something on my hair, which Sarah seems to really love, which is this um, thing called Olaplex. Oh, yeah. It's it's really great for blondies, but you know how like a lot of times with um, masks and different products for like conditioning, mm-hmm. it simulates repair, mm-hmm. but it can't literally repair split yes. ends. Olaplex Yes, by Kerastase, right? I yes, orange container. I don't know. My stylist used it. Yes, so it's by Kerastase, and it's called Olaplex, and it's like... Uh, it's a bonding thing, yeah. though. It actually brings your hair back together. It's the only product... That's amazing. I don't get it. Yeah. So... Yeah, because that's what, you know, a lot of people are... You know, when I share my story about how I broke my hair off of the protein, is that you look... A lot of people are confused. It's the same thing with... Knowing your hair type and knowing your skin type are two very good things when you uh, to make a, you uh, a savvy consumer or purchaser of beauty products. So, with skin types, a lot of people get confused between dry skin and dehydrated skin. So you can have dehydrated skin, which means that you are lacking um, moisture on the surface of the skin. 
or, or sorry, dehydrated skin, which means you're lacking moisture, like deep down in the skin where your body is lacking moisture. But maybe those people have an oily surface. So you can look like it seem like you have dry skin, but with an oily surface, that means your skin is really dehydrated and it's causing it to produce more oil to try to compensate. Mm. Whereas dry skin is more of like a skin condition that you have that is um, always like that, no matter how much water you drink or anything like that. And then with hair, a lot of people confuse dry hair and breaking hair and like um, damaged damaged hair, dry hair and damaged hair. So damaged hair is going to need protein, but dry hair doesn't need protein. It needs moisture. It needs flexibility. So you need something that's going to be um, like adding moisture to your hair. So finding out what your hair type is and what a good test to do is the rubber band or the pulling the hair. So if your hair is wet and you pull it very, very slowly, it should be almost able to like, uh, get about 50% longer without snapping first. And that's when you have a nice balance of moisture and protein. If it breaks too early, then you need to add more moisture. If it stretches for too long, then you need to add more protein. Mm -hmm. And once you get that balance down, you'll find that your hair feels way better. Do you, are you like a brand loyalist where like certain makeup you love? Uh, I'm an ingredient loyalist. So I find ingredients like tea tree. I've always been a big fan of that. Um, anything that has a DMAE is another one that's in a lot of skincare that I really love. And, um, yeah, so like certain vitamins and certain things like that. What that about are like buzzwords um, makeup that I... brushes? Do you have any recommendations? You know, makeup brushes are are one where for a long I I cheaped out for a long time on makeup brushes, and I bought like the you know set for thirty dollars for a million brushes on wherever and. I wish I there's some brushes like a foundation brush that I wish I did not do that with because now it, it um what do you call breaks it? Off. breaks like like sheds. Yeah. Um so I think a foundation brush is a good thing to spend a lot of money you need like not a lot but just like not 99 cents. You know, hello, there's got to be some middle ground. Yeah. And um you know, finding a good finding good material like sable hair is really good or um, yeah, yeah. So I, and I love anything that's like comes with high, there's a lot of really good makeup on Amazon. Mariana and I talk about this all the time. Like there's some amazing freaking deals. I'm going to put up some links to, um, some really great palettes that both she and I have. Um, there's one called coast coastal Sense that has really good eyeshadow palettes and the palette that I use for my wedding it was through them, hmm. and I have a palette of like 130 different eyeshadow, 133 or something like that, eyeshadow colors. Who needs that? Well, you know what? Sometimes I do because I <laughs> was at an, an 80s party a while back, and I needed some bright blue eyeshadow, and I didn't have any. So I was like, I'll be damned if I don't have any bright blue eyeshadow in my kit. So I got that palette the next day, and sure enough, there's bright blue in there. Oh so you never know when you're going to need it for like costumey dress up stuff. So really it's like the same six colors I use, but every now and then I use that. Okay. The fun one. Plus it's like fun to have all those. I like the Urban Decay <gasps> Naked love, Palettes. Love. Best. Great. Why That's what these so coastal great? scents are like knockoffs of. Okay. Okay. 
That that is good stuff. Why are they so good though? Oh, the material that they use, the pigment that they use, is really highly pigmented. That's the other thing is like a trade off with you know if you're gonna if you're gonna go with these cheaper palettes and stuff like that, get yourself a uh, eyeshadow base. That will change. How you do I makeup. agree. I use um, Ur- Urban Decay Primer. Me and too. I swear by it. It's the best. Because I have really deep set eyes, so like otherwise they would be just a mess. It and would smear everywhere. Yeah. Yep. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. So, wait, I have a question. Yes. What do you think of the Kylie Lip Kylie Lip Kits? Oh my god. Okay, so I don't so much mind that she came out with her own lip gloss, but I'll I'll go a little further with this and how about the tools, the lip plumping tools? Have you what seen this? No. Oh, give me your phone. I'm going to show you one of these. Okay. okay, so there are these new tools that are available. 5660. You just told everybody your phone. They don't have my phone. I know. I already knew it anyway. How about that? <laughs> um, so That's friendship. There it is. Uh, there are these things, and they look like apples. Um, it's this... It, it, the only way I can describe it is it, it, do you know those, oh my God. Okay. Here's a picture of it. You know, those, um, like stress relief toys that you squeeze and they're like soft. So this is what it, that's, it almost is what it looks like. So it, it's, it's all it is, is like a, a hollow rounded container, like a squeeze ball, but there's a section that you put your top lip in and a section that you put your bottom lip in. And all you're doing is you squeeze out all the air, create suction, and then it sucks it back in this exact same way. If you were to drink all everything out of a water bottle and then it sucks your lip back in the bottle cause you've created a vacuum. So it creates a vacuum and you're supposed to leave it on. So I was like, this is crazy. I'm going to read about what this is doing and I saw some people leaving their own, like, you know, reactions to trying the product. And they were like, oh, yeah, it worked great. It plumped my lip. I mean, the bruising only lasted for, like, one to two weeks. I was like, the bruise? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, how long does the plumping last? The plumping, they say that it ha- this is fucking bullshit. But they say that as like a cumulative effect, like the more you use it, then your lips will just stay like it'll it'll last longer. The look will last longer, but it's really only lasts like a couple hours or whatever. All you're doing is it's like essentially giving yourself a hickey, yeah. but on your lips, you're creating inflammation in your lips and by sucking all the blood there. And but people are getting horrible bruising, horrible like it's yeah, really there was that thing on Instagram. It was like the cup like like Kylie like I can't remember the hashtag but it was people that put their lips into like a glass 
and then yes, that bruised. And, that's what this does. Yeah. But it's like supposed to be the right shape, so it just gets Ooh. your lip. But then people are saying that like, but her lip and, kits are selling out. Whatever the hell it is, I guess it's like lip gloss. That's just colors. like liner, a gloss, and oh really? I mean, I will say, why are colors people are acting great. like it's something new? Just go to CVS and get Yes, exactly. It's just like, okay, so it's the same color that she's wearing. Like, who? Kylie Cosmetics. I'm a real hypocrite, though, because, like, when I see stuff like that, I, I judge people. Meanwhile, I just went through the whole, you know, litany of right. all the, the things I've done. Do. Yeah, and I don't know why. There are certain things that I think are ridiculous, but. Okay, so she sells liner and lip gloss for, like, 30 bucks. That's insane. There's no way that it could be awesome. No, it's liner and lip gloss. That It's really funny when I see videos of her, like, walking through. It's so fucking funny to me. Where, like, you know, they're, like, uh, on her Instagram or on, you know, whatever TMZ thing of her, like, wearing the medical, you know, the the white lab coat and she's got her hair in a hairnet and she's like walking through doing the sampling and like making sure her products are being tested. Stop well, it. I'm not kidding. And I'm like, this is a girl who barely graduated with like a homeschool educate high school education where, you know, that half those classes she petitioned to like get teachers. She at. didn't go to high school. Well, she did, but she didn't go to, she didn't graduate like everybody else. She did, um, like she got her GED, but she did like a continuing education sort of thing. Like I don't, it was not like a, she didn't graduate. She was not going to school at eight o'clock every morning. Like, no. Yeah. Right. She wasn't. Right. So you're telling me that Kylie Jenner at 18 years old or whatever, 19 years old is now Running a, a laboratory, cosm- a laborator- <laughs> cosmetics laboratory. If she could spell laboratory, I'd be surprised. Really? <laughs> oh, I love it so much. But women like us in their thirties, included, are like, well, looks like I need to buy some Kylie <laughs> lip gloss. <laughs> so, I mean, who's the the joke? I yeah. don't know. It's just like you know, and then I heard she's that. the millionaire. Lisa- Lisa, uh, what's her name from the housewife? Real housewives? Renna. Lisa Renna. She's uh, also coming out the line of lip glosses. And it's really just like if you're a woman who happens to have already spent a lot of money getting your lips done, you can come out with it. A- when people get their lips done, is it ever permanent? Can you get a permanent lip You job? can. You can get uh, implants in your lips. But ev- most everything else that they inject in there will be absorbed. Are, is that what most people do? What the implant filler or filler? Implant. Yeah, it's what most people do. Why? Why don't they just do the implant? I don't know. I would imagine that that part of your body changes so much. You know, it's like uh, you're using it. I I don't know. I can't tell you. Um, me not being a plastic surgeon at all. It is interesting though how um, you know what is attractive changes over time. Mm-hmm. And yep, you know we've seen even in my lifetime. From like Kate Moss was so popular in the nineties yeah. to like the Kim Kardashian thing now with the curves and the dark yep. look. And it's just like, I remember what, what your look when I told you that I got my eyebrows tattooed and everything. And you were like, what, what if it, what, Oh yeah. what if it changes? What if it, you know, and you were like, I well, could tell you were like scared for me. Yeah. Cause eyebrows change so much. Well, a lot. Uh, style. And they but none to be... has never been in. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Nobody was ever like, you know, it looks great, bald, fair. <laughs> and that's what I had. So. That's true. It's just that it used to be that like really thin mm-hmm. when I was younger. And now it's the thicker, like mm-hmm. fuller structured eyebrow. Yeah. But oh, yours so look good. great. Thanks. Anyway, Sarah's tired. We got to go. Oh, no. We, yeah. All these links will be on our website. So many. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Which There's is, my last thing that I was saving for my favorite, favorite, favorite. She's rolling her eyes. Because just You're let so me annoying. say the website. Okay, sorry. Say it's the, the brainkitchypodcast.com. <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> We're getting to the stage in our podcast where we really <laughs> we feel like we can just tell each other anything now. She's like, shut up. That was mean. Stop you said I had half me. a brain a few minutes ago. I me- meant it in like... I was speaking in hyperbole or, or <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. So my greatest save it for the last beauty secret of all time is this stuff called Aztec clay. Oh, and yeah. it's, uh, sodium bentonite clay or something like that. But Aztec healing clay is what you're going to find it, um, on Amazon as, and it's really inexpensive for a big tub of it. It's like eight bucks. I would recommend getting the double size one because you're going to use it and i have all my friends use this now i swear by it it's the greatest stuff you it's a uh it works to draw out any impurities so it's this clay that has a really high i think alkaline whatever (laughs) uh ph value is what i want to say um and if you mix that with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, you can also throw in some honey or you can throw in some uh, coconut oil if you want some more um, moisturizing. Put that on your face for 20 minutes, let it dry out, wash it off. You will have the most beautiful glowing complexion you've ever seen. It works great. Um, again, for cellulite, this is a really good trick. It, you can also use it as a hair mask. It'll detoxify your hair. If you have curly hair, it'll totally cleanse your hair and help with your curl pattern. If you have uh, ethnic hair, like African-American hair, this is the best hair treatment you can use to uh, moisturize your hair and, and and reactivate that curl pattern so you have beautiful spiral curls. And it, you can also use it internally. You could take a little bit of it. Uh, if you're a woman who's pregnant and has obviously consult your physician, as they always say, blah, blah, blah. but if you have morning sickness, it helps with morning sickness. If you uh, want to do a detox internally and just flush out the toxins out of your body, you can use it for that. It's called Aztec Healing Clay. Get it, get it, get it. And then Google all the things you could do with it because trust me, this is the best stuff you ever had. Wow. That's a lot to take into. A lot. Hope you guys... Oh, would you tell us your trick? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Share your beauty secrets, yeah. friends. We would love that. And go to thebraincandypodcast.com for all the links. And... Or hilarious stories of beauty fails. Yeah, we love, be- love it. beauty fails. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.